What's up, Gruntworks Nation? The Big Earl is always asking, why is China hoarding food? Experts say that China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. One China expert says they, of course, will never admit to something like that. Well, what does China know that we don't? When it comes to global food shortages, China is the canary in the coal mine. You see, China is the world's number one food importer. They rely on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. So they can't afford to mess up. Or there will be riots, civil panic, or even worse, when over a billion people can't eat. What does this mean for Americans like you and me? Two words, food shortages. That's why it's a smart idea to stock up on a kit of best-selling Four Patriots survival food. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. Hand-packed in the USA. The kits are compact and stack easily. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. And their five-star reviews on the website rave about the flavor and the taste. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase of Four Patriots survival food by typing in the code BTTGW at checkout. Just go to fourpatriots.com and use the code BTTGW to get 10% off your first purchase of Four Patriots survival food. That's fourpatriots.com. Use the code BTTGW. Hey, what's up, Trash Talkers? Listen, it's impossible to fight, okay, if you don't know what you're fighting for. Does that make sense? Like, if you're in the dumps and you're, you know, you're struggling with mental health, things of that nature, it's going to continue tearing you down, all right? Because you're consistently trying to fight something, which is that demon, which is usually something from the past, right? Maybe that why needs to be fighting for your future. Let that be your why. Get the hell up and start fighting for your future. Stop fighting things that happened in the past. Easier said than done, right? Go seek help. It's okay not to be okay. A lot of people need to hear this. You are more of a warrior and a fighter if you stand up and say, hey, this has to stop. I need to go seek help. The stigma, everything has changed. It's okay not to be okay here is a firm believer in all men are created equal, but not all men live equal. That is why there's a certain select number of people in the DOD who decided to jump out of airplanes. And yes, we are better than you, 100%. Now, don't be the first triggered pansy to say, well, airborne's not relevant. You haven't jumped since World War II. Well, that's not accurate for one. And two, it's like having a jalopy or a 68 Mustang. Well, a 68 Mustang's no longer relevant. Doesn't matter. It's still a better car than yours. So take it easy this National Airborne Day and just accept that we are better than you. So two things for today's honesty cap. First thing, how do all my boys from the 101st feel knowing that the army decided that instead of actually making you airborne, they just create a whole new division that's airborne because you just aren't cutting it. It sucks. Thing number two, for all the folks who were like, oh, airborne is the biggest 
irrelevant, doesn't even matter. They're making a whole new division of just airborne people because they're relevant. Think about that. How does that feel? Does it hurt a little bit? I hope it hurts a little bit. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> What is up, Trash Talkers, Grunt Works Nation? Welcome to episode 138 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is Ron Stark. And as usual, I'm here with Buddy and the Big Earl. Happy Saturday. Man, this is What's up, thing we're all mo- Good thing we're all mobile as fuck. Mobile everywhere. In Alabama or mobile? Oh, mobile handy. Handy phones. Mobile, I'm mobile, mobile, mobile bro. Mobile phone right now. Yeah. What's up, Crystal? What's up? What's up, Brian? <laughs> Yeah, we got Crystal on. We got Brian on. You know, hey, thanks for all. Hey, give us a share because it's political season time and our stuff gets pushed to the bottom uh, because they think that all veteran groups are just straight up conservatives, which I mean, we can get into that argument later. But oh, shit, we got damn Brian Ashley coming at you. So we got a little spammer on there. That's hot right there. This, this is what happens there when, you comment. Yeah. when you when you comment on the trash talk hour, you get porn spam, baby. That's what you get. Yeah. So, Ashley Ruth, huh? You think yeah. that's really her? Yeah, it's probably her. She's Damn, probably legit. I think somebody <laughs> is shooting their actual shot right there. Yeah. Hey, Brian, yeah. man, give yeah. Ashley a chance, you know? Ashley's just begging. You, you should definitely message her, send her naked pictures of yourself, and give her your social and bank don't, account information. I think do, that's what she wants. Yeah. classy. Just say hello, Ashley. How are you? <laughs> and you know what, Brian? You're a good-looking young man. That's probably why that happened. Not, we love you, Brian. Yeah, not your fault. Anyhow, uh, now she got anyhow. banned. Way to go, Chris yeah. Bander. Way to go, man. She was just Wait, what? Yeah, no, yeah, Brian, yeah. It's, yeah. Brian. It's okay. It's okay. It's called spammers. That's what happens. It's not a spam. That's real, guys. That's <laughs> real. <laughs> Buddy was getting <laughs> involved in this one, man. You, have so, you know, and you guys are quashing it. Like you're just. Be the first uh, VTT wedding, right? Where somebody in the chat, you know, got you know hooked hey. up or whatever and got married later on. That'd be cool. Yeah, get, like, Four, I got fourteen girlfriends this month. Yeah. We could make uh, <laughs> we could make some we could get some prepackaged meals out there. Some Patriot food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do the whole. That's, a, that's what she really wants. She don't want to talk to you. She wants that for Patriot, you know, food. That's what hey. she wants. She, I wonder if, if they out. make. I wonder if they have desserts in those. Mm-hmm. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I've been watching a lot of their ads, so I can kind of, you know, maybe do them some justice of like, like yeah. we're talking about them because they're paying us. So like, maybe, maybe know a little bit about what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a lot of cool stuff for just outdoor survival things too, not just the prepper stuff. So there's, yeah, a, there's you know a what they them. should do. It, they should they should find themselves some Norwegian MREs and just copy what they're doing. Awesome. Norway's got it going on. Norwegian. That's yeah, the really. Oh, and they're uh, good. Dude. And they're all like freeze dried, but they're really, really good. You put is it all like freeze dried? Like, what makes them so good, buddy? I've never had one. I've oh, never had just, one. Like, what, no, what's they, like, 
they just like taste anchovies. really good. Like they're super good. They even have a fish one. I don't like fish, and I'm like, this is good. I eat this. Oh, they're good. Well, I'd, I'd hope I'd hope the Norwegians would have fish. What else? Yeah. They there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good, good. I can sell it. I would. Fucking, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. They good, good. Well, I'm know. telling you, you gotta you gotta try those Norwegian 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 uh, MREs. They're they're tasty. Nice, David say, Gray says hi from the center of the universe, which is Fort Bragg, Fort Bragg, Carolina. Yeah. Fort Liberty, Fort Liberty, right? Get it right, get it right. Sorry. Imagine Rambo, right? Wait, wait, if if that had been the line, it said, "I wish I was back at Bragg right now, sir." Yeah, I wish I was back at Liberty. Liberty currently, sir. <laughs> 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 it's a horrible movie. I turned it off right then. I don't even see First Blood. It's just yeah. terrible. What a, yeah, what a, what a joke. Yeah. yeah. So today anyway. we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're not we're not going to um, go over a conspiracy theory. We're actually going to talk about current events. And I know Buddy has some things to say. He messaged us. I don't know if he's going to talk. Obviously, we got the stuff going on in Israel. And, you know, we... We bombed Syria, and individuals out there were backed by Iran. So we got a lot of stuff going on there, and then we got the mass shooter that went crazy, who supposedly was found dead today. I don't know if that is accurate. I haven't looked it up yet, but um, I guess there's just a lot of stuff to cover, a lot that's going on, and Buddy's biting his nails already, ready to you know talk about some of this stuff. So, Buddy, the floor is yours. I don't know what you're hitting on, but um, yeah. you wanted to talk about current events, so just have at it, bro, well, and you know, let's have a discussion. I wanted to. Uh, I, I just wanted to point out, people. There have been a lot of people that have discussed the, uh, the draft <laughs> thing for some reason. Like they're talking about, oh, they're going to reinstate the draft, and you know, mm-hmm. oh, are your kids going to get drafted? Is this going to happen? Is that yep. going to happen? Yeah. I was I was thinking about it the other day, and and if I was the enemy of the United States, I would not be worried about the. 18, 19, and 20-year-olds that might get drafted. I would worry about the fact that this is such a weird time in American history that I don't know. I, like I went back and I thought about like when we've ever been in a position that we're in right now. And I don't think we ever have been. We've got some where... time. I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> you okay, Ron? You good? I had a nose hair. Yeah, just keep your camera on to do this. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody cares. Apple, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody cares. But anyway, I don't I don't think we've ever been in a position where like we just got out of the longest war in US history. Yeah. What, two years ago? They drew yeah. first blood yeah. though. Whatever. There's never been a time in American history. Where people have spent 20 years at war, and within two years, somebody talked about starting a war where you've got a group of people that are not young enough to join the army, Mm -hmm. but they are not so old that they can't come stomp a fucking mud hole in your ass. (laughs) And you're you're giving them the, the choice of allowing... Most of us have kids that are 14, 15, 16 years old. Within a couple of years, they'll be the ones that go fight these wars. If you give us a choice between stretching out, taking a couple freaking 
Motrin and coming back and, and using the skills that we learned in 20 years or allowing our kids to go fight a war, we'll gladly come back. The difference is where they might have some morals and they might give a shit about the Geneva Convention. When you call us back, we don't care anymore. What are you going to do? Nothing. We are going to beat you to the point that our kids never have to worry about it again because we've already dealt with enough. We're trying really hard to be quiet. We're trying really hard to live a peaceful life and not be fucked with. And you're fucking with us. And not only are you fucking with us, if you were to mess with us, it might not even matter that much. But when you start threatening our children and saying things like you're going to bring the war to the United States and you're going to do things to the United States, like I said, we're not, we're not so young that we can join the army anymore. But we are not so old that we can just sit back and go, yeah, well, I do something, but I don't, I don't really feel good. We'd be willing to put away our little aches and pains to come over and show you what's up. And the, 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 the bigger issue is that where we might not run as fast as a 20-year-old, we know all the tricks to not have to run. Like We're just going to drive yeah, you down and, yeah. and hurt you bad. So I would, it, that's kind of what I thought about the other day when, when I was watching the news and they were talking about the free Palestine people and, you know, and, and there's all these people that for some reason are like, oh, the draft and this, that and the other, like the draft is not what they need to worry about. What they need to worry about is a bunch of old dudes like stretching out while the boys are back in town, please in the background. And then we like stroll in and. And take our Metamucil and, and start fucking people up. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm not. I'm not wrong. Where do you think? Where do you think? And since we're kind of on that topic, where do you think this is heading? Like seriously, like what is this? Is this is World War Three coming, or is this going to stop right before? You know, I don't. Just like, I don't know. I mean, with all I, the countries, what we got? Egypt. Egypt is now massed along the border. Like it's just it's 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 fucking chaotic over there. Israel has their right to defend themselves. I don't care what anybody says. Um, you know, because there's a lot of like, well, no, they're bombing, you know, Palestine, whatever, the Gaza Strip, people are dying, civilians are dying. They, they, you guys poke the bear, you know, like what Israel is doing, like get after it. But now Iran, China's talking, Russia's talking. Like, you think this is, I mean, I don't know, man. Do you think this I is love, it? Like, I it, personally love, I, I love the whole, like, the, the virtue signaling about killing civilians that people do. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Who is Russia talking about killing civilians? For real, right. China like, talking like, about killing China, civilians. China, China's China's killing killing all their Muslims <laughs> right now. Killing civilians? Yeah. And at the yeah. end of the day, yeah. we, that would be like us talking about, like, well, you can't kill civilians. Now, I mean, you can't target them, but shit happens. Right. Like, let's act yeah. like in any war ever, there's never been some civilians that that got killed. Like, is it a, a thing that you should try to, to not do? Yeah. But yeah, is and it, we talked about that last happens? episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a, a, it's a real thing. But, yeah. but 
like the Palestinians that are like, oh my God, they're blowing up our kids. Well, stop putting them on top of anti-aircraft guns, dickhead. Like, what are you, what are you mm -hmm. talking about? Stop. Yeah, stop. Stop, stop launching rockets. Yeah, yeah, they're saying that's like, fake and that's all fake news and and, and the media portraying, you know. It's, so it's a, it, I'm not, it, I'm not it, saying that that's no, what no, it is. No, I'm just I, saying I'm that not, that's I'm the. I'm not arguing you know. with you, but I am going to say yeah. this: Is it any more fake than, like, say, the Iraqis talking about how we bombed a mosque or shot into a mosque, even though they were using it to shoot at us, and then they were like, "But, but, but it's a mosque, though." Like. Well, if you treated it like a moss, then we would treat it like a moss. But if you're going to treat it like a fighting position, Damn right. we're going to treat it like a fighting position, dickhead. Like, if you're yep. going to treat a hospital like it's a, a, a freaking missile storage facility, then Israel's going to treat the, the hospital like it's a missile storage facility. That's just how it's just how this works. You don't get to have your cake and eat it too. Yet, yeah. If you separate them, then, then they'll be separate. It, it's just it's ridiculous to me that anybody who hasn't ever been in the position would even have a an opinion about it you know what i mean and and, and the opinion is only there to try to like sway people one way or the other and as far as world war three is concerned i don't see i don't know i personally don't see it because the act yeah, i don't see any money in it that, well yeah well, yeah, money and just enough. and just well, total that, destruction. Like well, even if the higher powers, you know, which I've talked about in conspiracy theories, that you know the top. And, and again, America, you know, America, everything. They don't want that. Like, who wants a nuclear war between everybody? Then everybody's destroyed, and it's all done and over with. Like, uh, Amer America think, will never you know, win another war because we we're not fighting wars to win them. All right, not, we're never yeah. going to win another war because we're not keeping the spoils. Right, we're not going yeah. into Iraq to keep Iraq. Right, if mm -hmm. we were going in to keep Iraq, we would have won that war in a month and a half. Right, you know, if we actually were going to keep Afghanistan, right, we would have ran through that and just stopped. Like, like, sorry guys, it's ours now. Right, we're not setting up your government. Like, it's ours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you got David Gray and their Iraqi Bobby. Everybody's got to think about that guy. That guy was awesome. All right, when the Americans aren't anywhere near Baghdad, this tank rolls right by him. I was just giving an interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, they are. They're there. Uh, but yeah, good. I, I, I to, to caveat, all right, on what, on what, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Buddy was saying. And, and again, the, the, there's just that, that out of touch balance. And we've talked about this before on the show where a lot of the people Buddy's talking about who aren't going to be dangerous, even if they are drafted, right? They are part of that culture that was brainwashed by the media that separated American citizens from the military. And it's like, no, there's a lot of citizens right now that were in the military that fought for a very long time and learned some things, as, you know, Liam Neeson would say in that one movie, I've learned skills that make me very dangerous, right? So it's like, don't, don't go ahead. Like, again, is it possible that Hamas, you know, crosses the border where I live down here in El Paso? Well, I know for a fact that Hezbollah has been in Juarez for over 10 years, right? So it's... It's possible, right? But that, that's not something we want to. I mean, again, could they cause some damage? Census, we don't wanna... Census Bureau, I just looked it up on Google 16.2 million veterans in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not that's a, a bear large, you want to wake That's, that's a not very, a bear you want to wake up. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a big one. And what, our population is 350, right? 
Yeah. Something like that, 347, 350. Yeah. It's a large I think, population. I think 16, 16 million ranks up there with like largest militaries in the world. Probably is the largest military in the world. Yeah. When yeah. it comes to just veterans. And, yeah, I just, I can't, and I we can't still have the right to have guns. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I, I can't stand, you know, and it's like clockwork. And I mean, go back every show that we've done around September, October, uh, you know, every two years on election year. Like, it's just it's it's sad that it's it's becoming almost, it's too predictable. Right. And I, I, we were talking pre-show. Let's talk about the current events, you know, and that terrible thing that happened in Maine uh, is all I've seen. Yeah, I follow true. all the I follow all the top political people on Twitter. And for the last two and a half weeks. All of the political people on one side were saying, I'll let you choose what side you think this is, where all I saw on their Twitter pages was ban assault weapons for the last two and a half weeks. Right. And all of a sudden this, you know, crazy army reservist with a, I mean, a, a geared out fucking AR style rifle goes in and starts shooting people. Right. And I mean, this would get into my book of rope. I'll let you guys keep talking about some current events if you want, but it's just like, and then he kills himself. Yeah. Like the, the the true crazies don't kill themselves after that, right? The true crazies like are the ones that believe that they were doing something they were supposed to do, right? That's that's where I get I get thrown off on it is when they kill themselves. It's like, what are you, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. The thing that I, mean, that's the thing kind of, that, the I thing feel that, like that's kind of in their mind anyway. They're gonna, I'm gonna die when they go into something like that. Like their their head is like, all right, I'm gonna just go shoot a bunch of people. They're already willing to die i think most, i would say that most of them probably know they're gonna die so like that's his way out i mean like well, the baby shooter and stuff like he killed himself in the hotel room you know he yeah. he swacked all didn't he kill himself yeah he did kill himself in the hotel room i'm pretty sure like a lot of those guys say, killed themselves. They, they haven't said i didn't see where they had said how long he's been dead the thing that, that yeah i'm not confirming that things, but, yeah. and that's 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 another uh current event anyway but that's another thing that kind of blew my mind. Like when Dave, like the day it happened, set the whole like dossier of this dude's career. First of all, to say huh? to the verbiage yeah. that he was a weapons instructor in the army, every fucking E4 at some point taught some E3 how to shoot a gun. A, a gun. It's not so like anybody could be a, a weapons weapon. instructor. I was a, a, a professional weapons instructor. Yeah, like, what MOS is that even? Like, what MOS is that even? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the lane safety on a, on a 25 meter freaking There is no MOS. It's a weapons a instructor. Weapons instructor. <laughs> Come that I know of, <laughs> and you were in the National Guard. Shut up! Like just no. Like, it's like reserves, it's like they, it's like they army it's reserve. Like they're, it's like yeah. they're using Chat GPT or AI to you know tra yeah. traverse your veterans, and I'm sure Ron will have an opinion on this. Uh, you know where you put in what you did in the military, and then Chat GPT makes you like this fucking rock star on your resume, like yeah. senior weapons instructor for over 400 people. You know, it's like. He was at twenty-five meter zero range, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and most of the time, you just sat there twirling your your brass yeah. rod around. Ready on the right. Ready on the right. Ready on the left. I got a red panel. I got a red panel. I got a red panel on the right. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, we're good. We're good. Yeah, but but th so so that annoyed me like that the whole thing that came out like right Not away. Not to mention when it's all done, the grill's hot and the dogs are on. Hurry up, guys. Yeah. 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 So so that that annoyed me 
like th that all of that came out real quick because it was like well that's just super fast like that that the the transvestite that killed the kids in nashville oh yeah at the school right like, it, it, yeah, took, yeah. it took like three days to even find out anything was going on and then as soon as they found out it was like a transvestite it was like out of the news gone away nothing. like don't say anything else yep. there's no manifesto there's no nothing um, I'm wearing but, a perfect shirt today. The media is a virus. Go check out shop.veterantrashtalk.com. Yeah. One of my but favorites. The, uh, but yeah, so so the first thing that bothered me was that. The second thing is that, you know, it did say that he had gone to the VA and he was he was looking for help. I and, heard and he was in the mental gonna, institution, supposedly. Yeah, but we're not going to at any point say anything about the fact that you got guys that are going to the VA. Like, I have a buddy that uh, had a had a crisis in his life, went to the VA, tried to make an appointment for mental health. They crank him up on a bunch of pills, say, hey, we'll talk to you in two months. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to give, we're going to give these dudes who are weapons instructors for hundreds of people a bunch of crazy pills. Don't go, worry go about, it out, right? about the prescription and whether it's working. No counseling, no like verbal, like, you know, one-on-one. You know, -on -one. like, hey, let's just, we're going to, we're going to roll the dice on these pills that we're going to give you that mess with your brain. Come back in two months and then we'll, so we'll find out if you need more help than the pills that we gave you. But we're not going to, we're not going to, that's not an indictment of that whole system at all. It but is. The we system need to get sucks. rid of AR-15s. Like that's an important thing. We can't. Yeah, it was the AR-15, not the fact that this guy was just loaded up on drugs after the VA told him to go pound sand on treatment. Yeah, yeah. It, well, AR a loaded up on drugs, and we can't talk about the fact that like most of these kids and these people that have done these these shootings have been loaded up on the on on antidepressants and and drugs of some side or other. But hey, I don't know what the percentages are, but it's high. Like it's very high. So like that yeah, attack on the school industry, you know. Like, oh, you're on a, you're on, hey, you're on a podcast, Dave. You could just make a number up. You could be like sixty four percent of all yeah, viewers. Yeah, right? yeah. I just don't want to say, you know, start start talking shit about the pharmaceutical industry. Our viewers drop, and then the show gets shown two times. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I, we're, we're, we are triggering some. Never uh, attack the problem. Stop yeah. with the common sense. And now <laughs> five yeah. out of four veterans don't understand statistics. So, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good segue well, into our guest. I see what you did almost, there, Rod. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, we we're triggering David Gray, who says that I am a weapons instructor, you know, because the howitzer is a weapon. You know, and then the, and then, and then the PTSD is late, too. What's the problem? So he's yeah. he's going right back into his NCOIC days, yeah. right? It's all fun well, games until he starts knife-handing people. Right, exactly. But, but yeah, you know what, Dave? Nobody cares about artillerymen, right? That like you guys, you're, you're. I think artillery is more obsolete than airborne. So like, you know, it's just oh god. Oh, <laughs> they had deploy an artillery unit to Israel. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, well, no, we. Deployed well, I, mean, I saw a unit got deployed on the news, so it's not. We're not. Uh, we're not. You know. Uh, I lay an soldiers. You're telling me you're okay, telling me the next thing the next thing you're gonna say, Dave, is that you're gonna put pictures of like operators all over the news. Hey, calm down. <laughs> that's only the president can do that. All right. Yeah. That's, that's it. You gotta have I saw the news. I saw the news. I was trying to I was trying to tell you before you shoved out even Dave's trying to answer it for you. 
Right, it was eight. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. Sorry. You were gonna give me an honest answer, but he was just gonna talk shit. Typical. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah, Nick. Yeah, yeah. He has a picture of actually to his Corvette in his garage. Yeah. They just happened to find him. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. So yeah, fuck <laughs> that guy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Nick, what were you saying? Is nah, that I'm, is that true? Is that yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, the ADA units, yeah, they're they're over there. But just like Buddy talked about mm-hmm. last week, you know, we've had we've had service members that aren't real artillery. One hundred percent. Yeah. You know, Dave, I'm over here at Fort Bliss. I know all your fake artillery guys over here. At the ADA, they still wear your little red cannon cocker St. Barbara ball stuff. You know, whatever you guys got going on. <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't matter. We got to make fun of some Navy guys here. That's what we're, that's what we're really meant to do. Um, but hey, to, yeah, you know, this kind of feeds a little bit into uh, you know just our society and then you know the book of Earl. So it'd be good you know, good You should you should definitely pay attention to what I'm about to say because it is the it's probably gonna be the you know the, the most the highlight thing, of our day. Highlight the most <laughs> wise thing that you've ever heard. Um, Weak, and, and, maybe and to to make sure you know buddy's included in this I was thinking about something he said right and he and and, and he tends he tends to do this uh you know every year or so where he talks about you know, don't disrupt, you know, don't disrupt what the, the farmers and the good old boys are doing, right? You don't want them jumping into the action here anytime no. soon, right? You know, which, again, for those of you who think food just magically shows up into your city, like without, you know, people who are actually working and, you know, doing these things out in the fields and supermarkets you know, all make it, life. Nick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and but what really what really got me thinking last week was when Buddy was talking about how we never thought things would catch up to us, right? When we say, hey, let's kind of just ignore this, right? We, I don't want to say or do anything about this because it doesn't really affect me, nor will it ever gain, you know, traction. Uh, so when Buddy was talking about that a few months ago, you know, we were we were talking mostly about like the transgender thing. And it's like you you wouldn't think that it would affect you because those are just crazy. But then all of a sudden they're playing your daughter's sports, right? All of a sudden you got, you know, these crazy shooting people up because we literally, you know, let all these crazy people out on the streets about 30, 40 years ago. And and, and now there is no laws to, you know, lock these people up. And in fact, now we're encouraging it, all right? We are encouraging kids to be crazy. Oh, you're 11 years old. Are you a boy or a girl? That's okay. You don't have to decide that. You should be mentally unstable. It's okay. We love mentally unstable people. No, we love people. We're supposed to treat mentally unstable people, right? And you don't treat a mental condition with a physical surgery. Covered this already. But this is what I want you guys to take from this. All right. So today's look up the suicide real quick. Look up the suicide rate amongst transgenders. Just look it up. I'll just leave it at that. Yep. Uh, You just you can't you can't even argue it. But here's here's uh in the the middle of transitioning and we still love him like he's old enough to do it like whatever buddy we support him you know it's true i've seen pictures today's today's book of earl comes from uh chapter 7 verse 14 right voice your opinion when necessary okay and stand up for what's right now We've sat here, we've taken some things, and we're all guilty of this. Again, most of the book of Earl comes from like my mistakes and sitting here thinking, no, this isn't good. This will just get better with time, right? No, it's going to get worse with time if you permit bad behavior, right? If you permit people to be lazy, all right, it, it will just get worse over time. 
And somebody said something in the comments there about a retired general saying Americans are too fat to serve in the military. No, we have an active duty general, all right, a corps commander who said that, right? He was like, America has a fat, drugged out problem. We don't have a recruiting problem, right? It's like, so again, kind of goes with our sponsor for Patriot as well, is if we don't start standing up for what's right, all right, if we don't start, you know, reinstituting values into the American people of, you know, proper diet, proper work ethic, right? Actually taking care of each other, right? We will fail. And we're already starting to see that. You're starting to see, you know, you can't find employees anywhere. Nobody wants to work. You got millennials walking out of jobs going, fuck you, don't tell me what to do, right? And they just leave. Where do you think that all came from? All right. COVID. That, COVID, sure. And, like, and now I'm doing something like COVID, 100%. Something. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'm doing something in the, in the VR world. You know, everybody knows that now. And it's, but they're building stuff for law enforcement because these younger cops, when they graduate the academy, they go out on the street. They don't have any conversational skills, right? <laughs> they, 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 so, so like they're trained, but now this crackhead comes up and starts screaming in their face, and their first reaction is to tase him or hit him over the head with their nightstick. Right? They run. don't have, any, yeah, or yeah. run. They don't have any de-escalation conversational skills, and it's like something we have to retrain. And this is, I'll, I'll make, I'll end it here real quick. I love that societies usually tend to progress, right? They tend to get better, right? There's a lot of good things that have happened in the last 20 years. A lot of good things happened in the last five years, right? A lot of awesome things. However, there were things back in the day that weren't messed up, that didn't need to get fixed, right? And one of those things was respect, manners, right? Now, it's okay for you to lose your shit on somebody in public, and not get punched in the mouth. And we're, we're going to see a lot more of that. It's kind of going off with what Buddy says. If you don't start standing up for what's right. All right. And again, if it if it's against cultural norms, it's probably not right. If it's something that's mean to people, it's probably not right. All right. You got to start standing up. And you got to start saying what's going on. Just like we do it better in Trash Talk here. And uh, it'll segue into the guests as well. <clears throat> is we are here to hold each other accountable all right we are our brothers keepers as veterans all right our sisters keepers because it's 2023 them they keepers whatever don't care right like we we are the ones that need to hold each other accountable because when you drop that veteran card you're not you're speaking for all of us now all right so yeah. that's kind of what we're doing is we have to stand up for what's right we have to stand up for yeah you might be a veteran but you're acting like an asshole Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, it, it doesn't make any of us look good. So, yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Stand up and fight for your right to party. What do you think about that? Have you, uh, have you seen, have you watched, uh, there's a movie on Netflix now called Old Dads? There's movies on uh, Netflix? Really? Yeah. Anyway, it's called Old Dads. I thought it was going to be funny. It was not. It was not at all funny. It was, uh, I watched it and which the whole time I was just like, like, because it's it, it's basically everything you just talked about, um, but how difficult. Are you saying I'm not original? To uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's a movie that shows somebody trying to do everything you just talked about, but in every case he gets uh, shot down by the people around him that know that he's right, but don't want. 
the social blowback of saying, yeah, yeah, he's right. You shouldn't act the way that you're acting. Like we shouldn't, uh, it, it, every, it, everybody it's from, uh, was it, uh, was it Burr or whatever anyway, but it basically, um, just saying that, uh, like, yeah, you're, you're right. But if I say something, they're going to, they're going to think I'm a mean person for saying it. And sometimes I had a buddy once that, uh, yeah, it is Bill Burr. You're right. Um, My boy Damien, I was coming in the clutch. Boom. Uh, but, uh, (laughs) the, uh, but I had I had another buddy once that told this kid, and I thought it was the most one one of the most gangster things I've I've ever heard. It's like I love you, boy, but I love you enough to tell you the truth. Sometimes you have to love people enough to tell them the hard truth. Like, hey, do you think that you're? We're gonna throw it. You you think that you're a guy trapped in a in a woman's body? Okay, that's fine, but I don't have to participate in that like i i don't have to like i can treat you like a a, a human i can get you a if you're hungry i can give you some food i can you know like treat you with some kind of dignity and respect but i i don't have to treat everybody with respect that's that's not in question yeah yeah but But to make but to make you change your correct Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i can i can just go hey if that's how you feel and and that's that's great Cool, cool, dude. I'm gonna go hang out with somebody that I that that I don't have to try to pretend with. Like I'm not here to play. I'm I'm not five and playing pretend anymore. I'm gonna go hang out with the adults, and you can hang out and be whatever it is you profess to be. If you think you're a dog, then go piss on that tree, and I'm gonna go hang out with regular human pe- human adult people and have regular adult conversations. But you know, the, the fact is like progression, like Nick said, a society progressing, uh, progressing is awesome. It's, it's, it's always good. But when we get to the point that we are no longer, we're not even neutral anymore. We're regressing. <laughs> yeah. We are regressing as a society in the fa- in, in, in every form that you can think of, whether it's reading, it's writing, it's math, it's you know <laughs> the fact that we have to convince again COVID again COVID put a dent into all of that shit. We 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 have to convince people that we don't live in a freaking aquarium that's on a flat Earth. Like it's it's the thing, dude. Have you seen how big that shit's got? Like on TikTok. I watched the thing the other day. I don't know. Where, I don't know how to tag you, buddy, on TikTok. I got to figure that out because there's these conversations, and I'm watching these lives, okay. and I'm like, it, I want to tag buddy to bring him in. This it some like something's going on with this. Like, oh, I'm not a crook. How is this even a thing? Buddy's got balloons why. and glitter going over his head. Yeah, yeah buddy's, buddy's transition's going, going really well. Transition. Hey, but, uh, it's a girl. It's a boy. But, we don't know. It's like not binary. Cheers, buddy. Hey, salute. Like, we're not progressing. We're not even staying neutral. We're regressing. We're having. No, right. We're, we're, rewa- we're rewarding mentally handicapped people. We're not only rewarding it. We're rewarding it. You look at, like, the kids these days, like, 14, 15, well, 15 down to even 10 years old, it's almost like they're having a competition over who has the coolest mental health diagnosis. Like they'll think of whatever they have. Like it's 
it, it, it's it the makes media it is the virus to be yeah. autistic. So they'll take like a autism test on freaking like the on the internet and be like, oh look, I'm on the spectrum because this ten question test told me I was. Like what? Like first of all, why would you even? People suffer with that, and it's hard for them. You're absolutely normal, and you want it, like, so that yeah. you can steal attention away from somebody who actually has that problem. Like, are we for real right now? That's how we're. That's that's where we're at. At one point in the in 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 the world, it was you know, it, if you had an issue, it was like, ah, man, that sucks. Like that guy's got a problem. Now it's like, oh, you've got an issue. God, tell me more. You're the coolest. You're the coolest kid. Are Maybe you all the autistic? Kids just like Are you. you autistic and dyslexic? Oh my god. Oh, I'll be my friend so I can hang out with you. It's fucking weird. It's weird. And you know where they yeah, I don't think, have I think, wait, I think it, Let me let me play devil's advocate just briefly. Like I think the level of acceptance for like kids that are dealing with autism and like dyslexia, I think that being higher and people like not making fun of them or whatever and not treating them like shit or treating them any like different. I think that I, I, I deal I, with that. I, yeah, I, 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 I have a dyslexic son. I have a dyslexic son. You know, like play a devil's advocate, but yeah. I know right now, fucking thirty years ago when I was twelve, yeah. if a teacher yeah. would have called home and told my dad that I was making fun of the fucking retarded kid, because you could say that back in the day. Oh, like, hey, my dad would have beat the fucking shit out of me. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. Anyway, I was about to say, what are you about to? Yeah, because same here, same here, dude. But I feel like there are a lot of shit. There are a lot of fucking turds out there that don't, I feel nah, like the acceptance. I think we've progressed there, a little bit. You know what there are? There are a lot. Of, I think there are, man. You know, I think there are. It's it's the self. It's a virtue singling of getting like, yeah, yeah. look at me, look at how much I care for these people. Here's the thing: if there was so much racism and turds out there that were doing all this craziness and, and like bullying kids and doing all this crazy shit. You wouldn't go on TikTok or on Facebook or on whatever social media and see people acting out all of this. Like it would just be something yeah, yeah. they filmed live in person. They wouldn't have to fake it. They wouldn't have to right. make it up because it would always be there. The thing about racism, well, social media is a huge fucking problem. The thing with but if, if we had social media growing up too, I think we'd see the same problems now because now it can just be all like. You know, just well, thrown that, out yeah, into the fucking universe. You know, again, again, that goes back to my original point of where the progression, where social media being invented, is actually can be used for an awesome thing, like we're using it for. All right, we're using yeah. it for a platform. I think it's the same, buddy. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, let's uh, let's get to the guest real quick. Uh, oh we can, my we can god. Because he's been being real. Let's move on, all right? Yeah. He's been real professional, uh, and he kind of has to be. All right. He was worried about getting dragged into a conversation like this. Um, <laughs> But you know, uh, we well, talking about conspiracies today. So. Yeah, we got, we got, we got Ron here. We got Ron. Yeah, but before you go, I mean, American Idol, The Voice, uh, Americans Got Talent. You got to have a tragedy to be a celebrity these days. You know, just or, saying, yeah. just to weigh in on. Yeah, that. or you yeah. have to be three hundred pounds and be like, oh, yeah, but yeah. I'm so, I'm so pretty. Like she's so pretty. Okay. If, oh, that's just horrible. Like, that's what pisses that, me off. There's actually. Like, if you feel good in your skin, good for you. But that's just unhealthy as fuck, and you're gonna die from a heart attack when you're forty. Like, come on. If if and like I saw a thing. But then on the other spectrum, on the other side, our kids are being taught that they have to look like these fucking fake ass Instagram models that are snorting coke through their heads, and they're photoshopping their pictures, and that's the perfect body. 
You know, here's the thing. <laughs> that's the perfect body. There it's a mess, man. dude. If she ain't 280, she ain't a lady. Yeah, here's go. the thing. Like I said, I saw, I saw a comedian the other day that was Cheers to that. He was like, all these women that keep saying how pretty Lizzo is and this, that, and the other. Well, why is it when you say, damn girl, you look like Lizzo, they get pissed? Mm. <laughs> like, they get real angry. Buddy, you guys start doing that live. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, start yeah. Doing well, real quick, like- buddy. This is funny. We talk about social media before we get, but like, growing, okay, growing up, I'm going to share something personal. Growing up in Germany, buddy, that's where I grew up. But like, for the US, for the US, like, we're big, big asses. Like, no, seriously, growing up as a teenager, was that ever like, when you when you were you know attracted to a girl the first time you know whatever age you were and you were like attracted to a female was like a big ass a thing i feel like that's the thing that social media brought on to us as well you know like they they just trans they, they make our minds think differently all right you well, know first of all sir mix a lot i like big butts and i can't yeah lie. sir mix a lot buddy was on the same page as i was because even rod even rod knows who sir mix a lot is even rod was rocking that song yeah 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 yeah, you um, were. I know that song, by the way. I was dude, a I know it takes no, a minute on the track to derail you guys, you know. It's a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire, Rob. Yeah, you people talk about what you were like, like. I don't know about you, but when I was like 14, 15, 16 years old, I was I was shopping over on the husky end of the J.C. Penney's aisle. So I didn't give a shit what she looked like. If she had time to even say hey to me, I was like, damn girl, you talking you talking to me? You talking to you talking to my old husky back over here? When I was when I started high school, I weighed eighty two pounds and hadn't grown into my ears yet. So Yeah, yeah. There was no fitting in anywhere, you know? Yeah, you were none destined were, for greatness. None of us were German weight. kid rap stars. We didn't have women girls lining up. I was yeah, I was happy when when anybody said, "Hey, anybody that gave me an ego boost," I was like, "I, right, right, yeah, could, you got a chance." I pretty to go much into the fell, in, I fell in love with any girl that would. No, it, was more, <laughs> it was more of an example of how we've progressed. Like exactly what you were talking about now. Like overweight, overweight women are supposed to be attractive, and it's like the media again control that entire narrative and just pushes it into our system via social media and the news and all that stuff. My uncle, my army uncle said I looked like a door with uh, a cab with the doors open. You know, it's like you got harassed like crazy. Yeah, I was a hundred percent equal opportunity when when I was uh, when I was growing up. Media didn't teach me shit. I was now you were you were a power yeah. hitter, not an average. We didn't was, have it back then. We didn't have it back then. Yeah. You, you, either went, you either went for it or you struck out. So yeah, we hundred percent did. I was uh yeah. I was binary code before people were binary code. They were either zeros and ones, and most of them were ones. I will not nice. lie. It was but, it, anyway enough. I'm not yeah, trying yeah, to take away from yeah, the let's guest. Get the, let's get the Ron. Let's get the Ron here because, <laughs> yeah. uh, like I said, he's been patient. He's been waiting. Uh, but that's I guess that's what submariners do. They don't really get a choice. They kind of just gotta. They kind of go underwater, and it's like, well, shit. Here we are. Here we are. Now we're here. Now we're here. Now what do we do? You ever see the Titanic, Ron? Yeah. Yeah. And you you started with the old dad uh, story right before you get me on, too. I just want to – I really appreciate that, you know? No, for sure. For sure. You're not not old. Yeah. But so we got Ron here. Ron, we we got hooked up a couple months ago, uh, and we've been trying to get you on the show. Uh, I think you flaked on us once, and we flaked on you the other time. But uh, we finally – we finally got you on, and you're doing, you're doing what 
a kind of like what our mission set is on the online portion and trying to make it bigger. So you're like a prime example of who we've been trying to get on the show uh, as much as possible, because now that we have you on the show and we know who you are, uh, or we're going to get to know who you are is, you know, if anybody ever gets on veteran trash talk and says, Hey, I live in Encinitas and I'm, I'm dealing with this. I'm going to be like, you need to go check out four page. Maybe not four page. You need to go check out uh, San Diego Veterans Coalition. All right. You need to go. You need to go talk to Ron. So Ron, I've, I've been on your website. Anybody who hasn't seen the, it's in the event. Uh, if you've been on our page, uh, Great American, you know, veteran Ron here. So Ron, tell us about why you were almost a Marine, and then you thought about being airborne, and you decided to go be in the submarine. Or, or you could talk about. San Diego Veterans Coalition. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit. I'll talk a little bit about both. So a submarine is the closest thing to an underwater airplane. So just saying, I mean, we have rise and dive, you know, tilt and roll. uh, So all those kind of things. So it is flying an underwater plane. It's just a little thicker medium. Yeah. Uh So and what could go wrong when you put a ship underwater? You know, (laughs) just about everything. yeah, it's too soon, Ron. Too yeah, soon. What could, what could go wrong? Everything. Too soon. So, Ouch. So anyways, uh, yeah, I was on. I was submarine sonar technician. So we, uh, I'm telling you, you know, I was on fast attacks, fast and black, always gone, never back. So the first year I was married, we were out 285 days. 285 days. Import, we were working five days a week and standing three and four section duty. So there was, I mean, it was full on. You talk about commitment. So, anyways, that was a little bit of that. But uh, 285 days. 200, 300, there's, 300, there's 365 in a year, Dave. And uh, only, yeah. only on a rounder. Only on a rounder, <laughs> buddy. 285 days. Yeah. Wow. So that's so we were gone. Here, Dave. And then yeah. when they were back, yeah. they were working five days a week. Yeah. 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 Math, like I said, uh, four out of five <laughs> people. Four <laughs> out of five people don't math understand that. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, it's not all of it. He's thinking in three different languages, Ron. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. I'm yeah, sorry. It starts to get scrambled in there. So, yeah. but anyways, yeah. and then uh, yeah, you know, and submarine. That's the only thing that's lower than a marine is a submarine. So, just want to put it into perspective for you all. Uh, you, um, you know, you talk you talk about a couple of things. One of the things I did appreciate, you know, can I say something nice about you guys? You one really I, you what? Yeah, one of the things I appreciate about you all is similar to the coalition, SDVC. Uh, you guys will bring on people and you'll engage them and you'll share their air. I mean, you carry their water for them. And I noticed that I listen to a lot of your podcasts and that's that's one thing we do. We, you know, we share each other's air. We carry each other's water. And that's what that's what veterans do. And you talk about. You know, I've talked about the veteran on my left, the veteran on my right. The veteran on my left are you guys coming into this belly in the middle that's serving uh, that's serving the veterans. The veterans on my right for the ones got a little more snow on the roof and and giving them a dignified you know ride out and treat and, and having that dignified respect from 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 enlistment or commissioning uh, to end of life. And that's really what the coalition is about. And not only that, their families um, and, and caregivers. I mean, we just about anybody. I, it's just like we really don't even ask, have you ever served in the military with the coalition? 
We said, how do you connect to the military veteran and family community? I mean, that's a big deal because I don't care sometimes whether you, how do you connect? I mean, or do you connect? Like in our county, we got about 230,000 people served in the military. You add in the active duty and then you add in their families, the sibs, their their sisters, their brothers, their, their moms, their dads, their spouses. I mean, you got over, you got a million people. You talked about how many veterans, how many people served in the military in the country. I mean, we, if, if we could just get together on one thing would be a force to be reckoned with, you know? And um, so anyways, I want to tell you something about, you might not know about the, the Navy and the submarines in particular. So, but I'm going to segue. So do you know where in, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the Baker's listening in right now. Uh, you know where the Marines got their, their oorah? No. Chris. Come on, Chris. Come on, guys. You know, he's baking you know, you know, cookies right now. Wait, I, I, I don't know where. He's, he's, so, he's eating crayons. So and it really didn't exist until uh, around the Korean War. You had some recon and some UDT guys riding boats in there. And the Marines were hearing the klaxon. Uh, that Aruga, Aruga, and they adopted that as a call sign going out right before they came in, and that's when it first appeared. And you can you can check that out on Marine Mill, Marine dot Mill history, uh, anything. It's, I mean, that's for real. Uh, I think it was a guy, it was a gunnery sergeant that brought that in, and so they adapted the Aruga, our dive alarm, which that goes that plays as soon as we get ready to submerge. They uh, we don't sink the boat, we submerge it. By the way. Definition of success is rising, is surfacing one more time than you dive. <laughs> what do you got there, big girl? I'm thinking, you know, because I'm going to make fun of the. Like I'm saying that as a short later. That is right, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna clip that out for sure. Uh, and that's why I wasn't interrupting. I was just pointing like this is yeah, I'm thinking about something here. But like, uh, shouldn't before you put on the globe and anchor, what is it called? The you know, the, eagle you, globe and anchor. Eagle globe eagle and anchor. And anchor. Shouldn't you know that fucking answer? So is Chris really a I, Marine? I don't I think don't, he is. I don't, I don't know. But I, I think I think our producer stolen Ballard. Only yeah. in the fact I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want I don't want too trash, but, but there are very few Marines. I'm the second one in our community. No, don't say <laughs> so that. was that something you didn't know about the Navy? You know, that we we had Marines riding our boat. So we didn't. Not, only, not only did you create the Marine Corps, now you gave them their slogan, too. <laughs> no, yeah. they were around yeah. a long time. They just learned how to talk when they came on submarines. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. talk, make, 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 uh, make weird. Marine Corps Uber, yeah. right? Yeah, Navy yeah. ships, Navy submarines. No, anyways, yeah. That was like uh, a Marine thing to do anyway. Like, hey. We got any Marines on the, on the guest right now? How, right. how are we going to okay. get all hyped up for this mission? Hey, let's just let's just do what that bell does. Ooh, ooh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I they just, make, they just grunt. They make grunting noises. Yeah. I had a good uh, Marine friend of mine said we had the Aruga, but the Marines uh, made it cool. So anyway, uh, so it's just you know give them a little credit there. So, uh, <laughs> we so, can make uh, some yeah. memes out of this. So Sandy. <laughs> San Diego Veterans Coalition, uh, you know, one of the things we have is we call it, it's going to be long, Military Veteran and Family Transition Integration Project, uh, really helping uh, setting, 
integrating communities so that when I come back to my community where I went into military from or integrate into another community, we have a well-integrated community uh, that's there and prepared to kind of help me in that integration. So, uh, hurrah. <laughs> yeah, Army. <laughs> but uh, to help with that re reintegration or integration after the Navy. I'm telling you, I, you know, the military didn't send us into harm's way. I mean, I was in I was in the Cold War era and uh, and serving on submarines off the coast of you know where. And they the, the 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 military took us there. It didn't send us there. We went there on behalf of our nation. It's states, counties, cities, communities and areas. And we go back to those communities after. And, we, you know, uh, we're a little tired of the only time somebody hears on behalf of a grateful nation is when somebody, when one of our own die and they're presenting a flag to a crying bride or, or some child or something at, a, at their funeral or memorial service. And so we have on our website now, you look at it, it says uh, building a grateful nation, one integrated community at a time. So we can demonstrate that, that we're a grateful nation. I mean, I mean, flat out, I mean, my brothers in Vietnam, this was not a grateful nation during that period. And I oh. said, this, this no more, you know, this no more. And uh, so what we're doing is really working together. We've got about 150 organizations on any given time, in and out, uh, integrating so we nice. know each other. And so that if you talk to Ron, Ron knows 20 other people that can probably pick up on that thing. And all of us are fully integrated. And, and we say we're taking, we take organizations and help them go from solo operation to starting to collaborate, then coordinate, and then fully integrate so that we're actually, we know each other. It's really like, and, and it's kind of a military model of groups and squadrons and task force and fleets and, and, you know, all that kind of military stuff that I don't know anything about now. So, uh, but it really is a lot of that. So uh, Chris, I don't ask him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so, but it's a you know, and that's that's what we're about. Is we uh, we have a meeting. We have four action groups: family life action group. Uh, I co-champion that one. So it's I mean, you know, you talk about you want to support a veterans, you know, build a family. You know, we hear about oh, we support the military. Well, that's great. You know, it gets all the attention, everything in the world. But yeah, okay. Well, what about the military family? Well, that gets a lot of attention too. What about the veteran? Maybe a little less, but it's but there's some attention there. What about that family after the after someone leaves the military? It is an invisible population, and so we want to we we just really uh, we put it on the map that anytime you hear military or veteran, you're going to hear their and family and spouse and children and caregivers and even now and foster parents and foster families because though that's the wraparound when we come back and reintegrate into our community. So uh, that's a bit about that. Um, so we have this transition integration project that everything we're doing is umbrella underneath transition and integration and actually reintegration. Cause sometimes it's reintegrating back to where I came from. Sometimes it's integrating into a place that I've never lived. I mean, you know, face man, you said you were overseas a lot, you know, and, and the kids of families over there, They've never lived in the United States, you know, some of them and they're they're integrating, almost immigrating for the first time into the United States. And, you know, somebody's got to be there for them. Uh, I so we, ha you know, I have 
I have a best friend who's uh, who was a Terp uh, with the Rangers in the North uh, Afghanistan. Uh, he has no he has no community. I mean, so he's adopted me as his American family here, and uh, you know, and our family, and you know, helping people find a community. And he's integrating into a community because he's not veteran. He's not. He can't. I mean, a lot of these guys coming over from the from the the fall over there. Some of those are people that are still talking to folks back home, and his some of his family's there, you know. And he he has to be careful who he connects with. Uh, families connecting, uh, veterans connecting, and uh, you know, and it it's nice to have benefits, you know. It's nice to transition out. It's nice to have career things. But who's who's out there integrating and reintegrating people into their communities? Well, here in San Diego, that's the San Diego Veterans Coalition. And so then I want to say this about that is we have a thing now that we've we've taken on. It's called Onward Ops. And I got to give credit to the Army, uh, the Army, uh, Army Rear Admiral, or Rear, Rear Ad, Army, Army Brigadier General uh, Mike Eastman with the Onward Ops came up with this thing, the ETS, where about nine months after you get out, you can sign up for this thing. They do a little bit of assessment. Uh, and then they and then you connect them with a downrange sponsor in their community, a, a community integrator. And those integrators are trained by the VA to have a watchful eye. <clears throat> so San Diego Veterans Coalition is a community integration coordinator for most of Southern California, uh, basically from Sacramento South, except for L.A. Uh, you know, L.A. is the state of L.A. Uh, because they I mean, they. So, so we're we're the two integrators, and we're out recruiting sponsors, getting them trained, and then connecting transitioning service members to them. So when I get out and I go back to my hometown, there's somebody there uh, that can kind of be my my you know my battle buddy. We call them sea daddies, and and you know in the navy, but somebody down there that's got you know that that's been there a little while, got that thousand yard stare, whatever you want to call it, that they know what it's be like there. I mean, I, I know where you guys are from. Who better to help people integrate into your community than guys like you? I mean, really. And, and anyone can be a sponsor. You just go to onwardops.org. Uh, and uh, uh, it says, we'll have to hard stop in 15 minutes. Okay, I'm closing down here. But anyways, onwardops.org, you can sign up that. And we're the integrator for San Diego. Uh, the other thing is, is that uh, if you want to if you want to come check on SDVC, we're sdvc.org. Uh, we have an announcement board, so if people have anything to the good of the order for military veterans and their families, they can post their flyer and their event on our announcement board. And we have a newsletter, but it's not our newsletter. It's we're carrying everybody's uh, everybody. It's San Diego Vet, SD Vets Coalition dot org. There, SD Vets Coalition dot org uh, is our is our website. Um, and then, but you go on there and uh, you can connect with us. Our, during the COVID that we blame everything on, uh, we were fully we were fully uh, online and in that. We then after it started settling down, we we went hybrid. So you could be anywhere in the country. You can log on to our meeting. Just go to sdvetscoalition.org. Uh, you scroll down the bottom of the page. You can click to get our newsletter, and we'll carry your flyers around if it's for the good of the order. We, you know, we carry people's air, share their uh, carry people's water, share their air. Uh, last thing, we do have a little donate button on there, Big Earl. And, uh, you know, we don't we don't pitch our donation. 
uh, we don't turn down donations, but we're about sharing what everybody else is doing for a fully integrated. And I tell people we have a hundred percent money back guarantee. Uh, if you donate us money and we're not satisfied with it, we'll give it back. Uh, yeah, hey, that's, that, that, that's, that's, uh, no, that's, that, that's good. Um, I, I wanted to, you, two points, cause I, I think it's, it's genius, but because it's so simple, but again, there's a lot of things that are simple that nobody acts on. So you, you, you brought up a point that like, Hey, you know, when we're reintegrating, uh, service members into a society like that, you're saying that I could sign up to be one of those integrators in San Diego. Like I could be like, Hey, look, man, I got out of the army in 2022, right? I've been here for two years. Hey, here's what, like, let me, let me walk you through some of this stuff. That's, is that kind of what you're saying is going on with it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right, right now I signed up, got trained. I have, I have, we call them transitioning service members. So I have a transitioning service member got out of the Coast Guard. Yeah, it's with the military. I don't want to. Oh, it's Homeland Security. Yeah, yeah, okay. So whatever. He was in. He was in Washington. We're done. Is in Washington. Yeah, cut the show. Is in Washington, and his home. He was wanting to come to San Diego. All right. And so I was his sponsor downrange. He got a job here. We're going to meet up, have a lunch. We were we were phone calling. Uh, text messaging. Other guy's an army guy at Guantanamo Bay. He's a guard at Gitmo. Uh, right. I got him. We got a FaceTime meeting uh, this coming week. Uh, he just wants to talk about what it's like. He's going to process, process out in Jackson, uh, Jackson, Fort Jackson. And then he's planning on coming out here to San Diego. And so he's just got somebody downrange uh, that, that what's it like there? Where, where's the place to live and get connected before you get there. I mean, not get connected when you get there. Get connected before you get there. And like, so, kind of like how the Army PCS program is supposed to work. It's a program. It's yeah. a program. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Army sponsorship yeah. program. Yeah. 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 And if you yeah. want to look about that on the VA page, I know, uh, you know, everybody talks about the VA. I, I say, you know, you know, sure. If they say it's bad, I say, well, compared to what? I mean, compared to nothing, compared to, compared to, I mean, it's the largest healthcare uh <laughs> That's part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's huge. It's, it it can be because it gets so global that yeah, it's not local. It's but too, we too, we keep it local here. Easy. We keep the VA yeah. local here and deal with the stuff here. And uh, we don't make the front page that often here. So anyway, yeah. that's that about that. Um, anybody can. You guys can sign on right now and be a sponsor. And if you're coming, if you want, you know, and it's for people about nine months after they get out up until about a year after they get out to have somebody really, you know, a lot about like, don't get, you can get mad at me if you want. A lot of getting out of the military is like immigrating to a new social order, you know, that you haven't mm-hmm. been in for a while oh, and a you need some folks. Yeah. Wait, no, I'm mad. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Buddy's mad. No, but yeah. bring up a, Hey, that's, that's we're not immigrants. About. I well, said I, it has parallels. It's like that. You know, I thought, I mean, we're in San Diego, border town. We've got a lot of immigrants. And um, I know my daughter. Yeah, you're you're, you're going to say you're in a border yeah, town. Yeah, no, you're right. I, yeah, yeah, say, I, 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 I can throw a rock in the Juarez right now. Hey, uh, uh, yeah. What do you, are there any, uh, are there any real like skills that you guys are looking for, for people who are going to be a sponsor or, you know? Well, yes. Uh, anything in your community that's a skill needed, those are the people. I mean, if you don't have to be a veteran, you have to be somebody that, that cares about veterans and their families 
and you know your way around the community and you can get trained. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's like just somebody in the community. It could be a banker, a rotary member, a, a, a VFW, American Legion. Uh, you know, it could be somebody just gives a rip about veterans and their families coming to their community. Ron, that's yeah. the second point of what I was I like that. talking about. I I like that's that. the second point is when we started BTT, we talked about it, Dave uh, and Joe and I, we talked about, do we let, do we like let civilians in the group, right? Yeah. And it was like, it took a couple of seconds before common sense to take over. And it's like, why wouldn't we? Because and we say this on the show, when veterans get out, when now they're veterans, right? When the service members get out, become veterans, they're not on a military base anymore. They're in a no. community. So why the hell wouldn't we have civilians in our group to help? I don't like, ask people if they've been in the military if they're loading me in an ambulance to take me to the hospital. Because I I don't ask that the, the nurse, hey, you've been... I say, take care of me, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, you uh, know, yeah, that's, I mean, there's a lot more. We could go for days. This is my favorite subject in the world. Talk no, I love this. I love this. So whenever you have something or need something, send it to me. All right. Send it to Dave. Send it to Buddy. Send it to anybody like, with BTT. And if it's something like a call to action or need help or fundraising or whatever, we'll put it on our page. Yeah, help right. us find uh, some sponsors. That's one thing for sure. Four Patriots is right there. They sponsored us. So uh, Padres. Like, yeah. Padres. Yeah, and I mean we're I'm telling you, we're we're a nickel organization. I mean, we are all volunteers on our board. Uh we're a we're a we're a working board. Uh we do a lot with a little. If we got a little more, we could do a lot more. I'll just say that. Yeah, and then again, to yeah. all you every once in a while we gotta rehash this is those of you, you bro bets out there that are like, I can't believe they're making any money on this shit, right? Like, um, they're literally spending their entire day trying to help people. How are they going to? No shit. Right? Like, yeah. like, they're not a pastor, okay? Like, living in a church, okay? These are people that are like. And now they make plenty things. of money. Yeah, like they make, they got plenty of money, right? Like, it's a, like. And they're not taxed. That's a whole different conversation. But. Right. Well, either are we. But like, uh, well, you, you are because you're only ninety percent. We won't. We won't too soon. But um, <laughs> but uh, I think VTT Sports needs to happen. Uh, David, you got you got you got I, I you got to hit me back on that. He wants to sponsor uh, for his softball team. And again, you throw some infantry guys on there, David. Maybe we sponsor. Maybe, but I'm not. We're not. VTT is not sponsoring all our artillery fucking softball teams. Uh, but either way, yeah, Ron, pleasure having you on. Uh, just great. And we'll let we'll turn it over to Buddy here for the AAR. But I really like what you got going on. And let's continue this conversation and promotion. Uh, just I just need you guys to be proactive about it and get yeah. it to us. All right. So, yeah. When I say us. sponsors, we need people just to pick up and you know throw no, that's all a, the yeah. it. I don't. I mean, no, it, no, no, no. We, we, if you got a fundraiser set up, give it to us. Right. Okay. And, and then, and then we'll, we'll 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 rock and roll with it. Too easy. Yep. Uh, righty. And then I always come out to San Diego. It's just you know, so it's it'll we'll link up then, and uh, we'll, we can always uh, brainstorm. So it's, I, I do have that. one question. We didn't talk about aliens at all. Real Did you ever see quick. any UFOs? Did you see any UFOs? They were underwater. underwater. Oh, now you see water. any UFOs underwater? There's yeah. gotta be yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Or can underwater? you not talk about it? Un unidentified floating objects. Uh, underwater yep. objects. UFO. I have heard things 
that didn't make sense. And we tracked them around trying to find them. Thank you. And, um, you know, some of them were just oddball things. The scariest thing to listen to on a submarine, and it'll drive you crazy, is up around the ice. That's that ice creaking and 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 moaning and groaning and shrieking. It's like thousands of people being tormented in hell. It just oh, and you listen to that for a few days, it gets a little weird. Just saying. Oh, we got to have you back on the Thank show. You. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's a good one. We gotta, yeah. We got to yeah. have you back on the show where we don't babble for four hours and you can talk about <laughs> submarine stories. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Well, hey, we, you we, guys. Bur- we burnt the good guests on this one today. Yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> no kidding. Hey, well, thanks for being here. Yeah. So sure. uh, the, the AAR, first of all, um, Palestine, watch what you're asking for. You might get it. And, and and it might not be the young, stupid ones. It might be the old, pissed off because our backs hurt and you're fucking with us, and we just want to hang out in our in our rocking chair, ones. And those are the ones that are gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna do some damage. It's gonna hurt because it's it. If we're picking between us and our kids, you don't you don't want us. That's the one that you don't want. Anyway, uh, other than that, a hey, Patriots uh, for Patriots food. New sponsor. We got uh, got food. You can go get it. Delicious, I guess. I don't know. Still waiting on them to send me some. When are they going to send us some? That's what we need. So we or need you can buy you can buy some with the money you'll get from it. Hey, yeah, go buy a generator. Inflation's a pain in the ass. I need to get I need to get some uh, need to get some of that beef stew. They better have chili mac. That's all I know. And then uh, we had uh, Ron from uh, the uh, SD Bets Coalition and. and Ron, I don't know if uh, like we talked about having the sponsors and all that stuff, and and it like it just seems like a common sense way to do things, and it, and it doesn't it doesn't make any sense why you know nobody really thought about it. There's like the San Diego people were like, hey, let's uh, let's do the same thing we did in the, in the military. What we were supposed to do in the military, we'll just do it. When we get out. Um, but yeah, they're they're looking for people to uh, to donate money to sponsor, but also to sponsor veterans that are coming to your to your hometown. And and my little two cents, if you know of uh, like people that work in like the 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 mayor of your town, or you know you know people that work in the businesses around your town, talk to them. You might be you know just some dude. But we all know people talk to them, and if and if they can sponsor somebody, if they really want to talk about how they care about veterans and their families, then yeah. you know they can hey, sponsor buddy, somebody and buddy, buddy up with them. Buddy, yeah. one of the things we're doing, I just want to jump in here, is we're encouraging every county and every city to have a veteran and family reintegration policy in on the books. That this is what we're doing to help people come to our communities. Yeah, and and and. That's you know, we, we've already it's been proven time and time again that veterans, adjusted veterans can be a uh, a, a a multiplier for any community. Um, oh, yeah. And, and to have them nestled with the community and bring the experiences they have back to the community is it, it there can be nothing but wins for everybody. It's a it's yeah. definitely a, as Dave puts it, a win, win, win. Hey, Tom Brokaw's book, The Greatest Generation, it was a little about what we did in what they did in the military. It was a whole lot about how they built their communities when they came back. 
Yeah, I mean, exactly. it was huge. And if we do this integration thing right, buddy, I think we will create the next greatest generation. Yeah, and, 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 and I think you're 100% right. And I think that there are a lot of people that want to do it. They just don't know where to start. And, and, and the uh, SD Vets Coalition seems like a really great place to start. So log on to uh, sdvetscoalition.org and, and, uh, and just see what they've got. You know, donate a couple of dollars. And if you have time and if you have like some connections, talk to some people and get people in your community invested in growing the community and growing the, the veteran community. Like I said, it's, uh, you, you can't do anything but win. Uh, and build a grateful nation, buddy. And build a grateful nation. Well, give them something to be grateful for. Yeah, and, you know, more than just going and uh, and and fighting the wars. We we also have skills when we come back from exactly from that, that aren't just you know angry veteran skills. We also have like we can build things. Yeah, we can we can do stuff. We can manage things, stress, and things. Anyway, that's the uh, that's the AAR boys. Go ahead. Well done, buddy. Well done. Hey. Well done, buddy. It was good. Great show. Hey, Ron, amazing project you got going on. I'm going to hit you up after the show. I want to sign up and be a sponsor out here in Phoenix or figure yeah. that out. And It doesn't you know, take much. I mean, support. all you do is text and FaceTime and, you know, and, and you know, inst, you know, Instagram, you know, instant message each other. That's the way we're yep. talking. So you just have somebody downrange and you're not just going in like a like the NGs, you know. It's like... Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely very interested in this, and I and I know several people in the area that would probably be interested in it too. So we'll talk offline. Thanks again uh, for coming on, amazing episode. We need to have you back on so we can talk about aliens underwater and and UAPs or you can't call them UFOs, whatever you want to call it. Stuff under but some underwater, stuff underwater, underwater. Yeah. <laughs> and underwater the monsters are real, unidentified water phenomena. Right? I, mean, I believe a lot yeah. of them. <laughs> so just so you know, uh, I believe a lot of them are like demons. They're like hideous demons we've never seen before. And a lot of this presence, you look at the way they present, look a little, they look a little biblical proportion there, just saying. We will definitely have you back on, and we'll talk a little longer about that one. <laughs> For everybody that tuned in late, make sure you go to VeteranTrashTalk.com. That has the links to everything, including our sponsor. Uh, go to YouTube if you're watching right now. Subscribe, like, go to shop.betterandtrashtalk.com. Check out our awesome merch, okay? And uh, we will catch you guys next Saturday. Love y'all. See you later. Thanks, man. VTT out. Right Thanks for watching and listening. And now a word from our sponsor, Four Patriots. In a startling description, the UN food chief warned the world with the words, knocking on famine's door. He called what we're facing a perfect storm of a perfect storm. And he's not alone. Barron's published that a food shortage could be coming, even in the U.S. Farmers see it, too. John Boyd Jr., a fourth-generation farmer, told Fox News that we're going to see empty food shelves in the coming months. That's why getting survival food is more important than ever now. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good for 25 years, super survival food, hand-packed in a family-owned facility in the USA and giving jobs to over 200 Americans. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners. You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add boiling water, simmer, and serve. And right now, for the next few days, listeners of the Veteran Trash Talk podcast 
will get 10% off their first order at 4patriots.com by using the code BTTGW. Go to 4patriots.com and use the code BTTGW to start your stockpile today. 